Hello and welcome to Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. Today we are going to go back old school and do the flip through the book and pick a topic. We've had a couple people request these um, recently and I know I love doing them because I always find something new and exciting and aha moment. I don't know how Jay does it, but every time it's like, yeah, that's what we should have talked about today. So, right. And we haven't done this in a while. It's always no. my favorite thing because... I wrote this book to be something small enough for hopefully people to carry it around and in that. And I wanted it to be one where you could just pick up and read a page and it would support you. So, oh, yeah. I have a book in my hand. I'm going to be still for just a second and say the right and perfect page is going to open for our listeners today and what they need to hear. Here we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> Guess what page we landed on? What is that? Small. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Very first thing, small. One of the goals of becoming a conscious person is to start to observe and watch your small. How many times have we heard, don't play small, or playing small doesn't serve you? What does that really mean, to play small? What I call small, someone would call the ego acting out or misbehaving. And I can make an argument for the two being interchangeable. If that term helps you in your awareness, by all means, use it. For the purposes of distinguishing and accessing our power to transform your experience of life, I'm introducing you to your small. Your small is all the ways that you behave, including your thoughts, actions, and attitudes when you're not being your highest, best self, and all the ways you behave when you're the opposite of being loving and connected. So this is a fun topic for me today because this is actually interesting. (laughs) I've had some really, um, I've ha- I had something interesting happen last week that flies in the face of everything I've ever said about small, which, so I think it, this may end up going lots of different places, but I want to share this. Okay. So it was last Saturday, I'm on my way now in the background, like we have to be conscious of the fact that there may be, there always may be stuff working in the background, right? You all know oh, yeah. I'm doing a lot of activism these days. There's that we're in a climate right now. There's all kinds of things happening um, politically. They're getting scarier and scarier, it seems like. Um, and so Saturday morning, I decided I was going to go get my family a box of bagels. I had had our business mastermind, and we had they had Einstein bagels, and they tasted so good, that I, and my family loved them. I was like, on Saturday, I'm going to go treat my family to getting a box of bagels, right? It's 15 bucks for 13 bagels and two of the cream cheese things so I'm f- I get up early it's like six thirty-seven in the morning I go downtown which those of you who don't live here on a Saturday morning to get from my house to downtown is about 10 minutes I mean, it's yeah. like it's nothing right mm-hmm. so I'm zipping downtown it's a gorgeous morning there's nobody out you know I'm driving down Kentucky Street and this guy steps out so I have to pass him, right, because he's kind of stepping in the road. But I'm not he's not in my way. I just drive past him. But as I drive past him, he goes, fuck you, faggot. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> you all know, if you don't know this about me, you never really ever want to fuck with me before I've eaten. No. <laughs> no. It's morning time. I haven't had any food. And um, I don't know, man. I was just like, I slammed on my brakes. And then I look in the rearview mirror, and he's doing one of those bring it kind of moves. And normally, as your coach, I would always tell you to just keep driving. Yep. (laughs) Uh Don't take it personally. 
He's not talking about you. Just keep driving. Right. I will tell you that I did not do that. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so I drove around the block. He was crossing Kentucky Street. I went around Vermont. This is at 14th, 15th in Vermont. I went turned right at Vermont, went around the block, and cut him off at uh, whatever. That would be 16th in yeah. Vermont, something like yeah. that. He's on the street. Now now he's crossed the street. And so I zip around. I pull my car over. I <laughs> And oh I, was tell, I was telling my friends the other day who are from Southeast Kansas, I went Southeast Kansas on the guy. <laughs> I was like, so I'm picturing I, this literally jumped out of my car i jumped out of my car landed in the middle of the road screaming i'm the biggest faggot you ever met bitch (laughs) get over here so this guy's like has this look on his face like i mean he's clearly inebriated right he's Uh really drunk the guy behind him can barely stand up but he's shuffling along, and the guy behind him just kind of looks over at me and just keeps shuffling, right? So the guy who yelled faggot at me is like, what, man? What, man? What? What? Uh... Right? So I realize at this point I'm just dealing with a drunk, but it doesn't matter because I'm already going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. already, nope. Triggered. I'm already in it, right? I'm already in it. Yep. So I'm screaming, oh, you're not the same motherfucker that just called me a faggot that with, like, green shirt, blue hat that just yelled faggot at me? No, man, I didn't do anything. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking rednecks are all alike. You're all just talk, you piece of shit. Right? And then I get mm-hmm. in the car. Now, that was my small. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm clear that that was my small. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, right? Or and. But and and, right? I've never had this experience where I got to really question this for myself, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't spend all day hijacked going, I should have said this. I should have said that. I should have cussed that guy out. I should have done this. I should have done that, right? I didn't spend all day doing that. Right. I got back in the car, and I was still needed to come down because I was had my adrenaline going. But I had said everything I needed to say. (laughs) Like, I was complete. And I thank that man because he gave me an opportunity to express some shit that I needed to get expressed. Right. I was going to say, that that wasn't about one, you know, cat call-esque oh, comment on like this. Constantly you picked the wrong faggot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Today is not the day not to call me a faggot. the day. Like, yeah. I'm done being called faggot. Mm-hmm. Anybody else calls me a faggot, I'm going to tell you, I'm jumping in their shit. Yeah. So, I, like, for a life coach who tells you to always take the high road and watch your small... This is a dilemma for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I mm-hmm. don't know what to say to this because I'm telling you, I feel a lot better that I got out of the car. Yeah. Now, I put myself in a potentially dangerous situation. Right. That's that what, is not that's the what smartest, I was going to yell at you about. <laughs> smartest thing to do to put yourself up against two drunk guys. No. And with the adrenaline that was going for me at that point. I've been beat up before, and I knew that that I knew going in. I mean, I knew I even had the thought I might get my ass kicked, and I didn't care. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna hurt him back. Like I was just so done. I'm so done with people calling people faggots. I'm so done with this whole world of picking on the gay people that I'm just done. And I don't know that my small like I don't know. It's weird. Like I I'm just having this weird dilemma. Like. That felt like the right thing to do. Right, <laughs> like, right. And he's so dark that I'm sure it didn't impact him mm-hmm. one bit. No. Like, he wanted to remember it. Like, no. the guy was so inebriated 
that he won't remember it. If he does remember anything, he might remember he popped off at the mouth and somebody confronted him about it, which might make him think twice before he does it again. I don't know. Right. So really the jury's out. But normally, you know, and I guess one thing I could say is I was very clear that I was watching that I wasn't a victim to that. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we're a victim to our small because small is in charge of us and we can't get past it. Right. Was he? And so part of observing your small and flexing that muscle is knowing when it's there and mm-hmm. being able to make a powerful choice around how I'm going to be about it. Right. In this particular case, I really made a choice. I mean, it was a very clear choice. As I was turning the corner, I'm like, you, you know what you're doing here. You know you're not – this is not your best thing to do here. Um, but – or and – the part of me that just needed to get expressed was like, no, I do. This is the, I have to do this. I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cuss this guy out. And if he gets physical with me, I'll deal with that. But he's going to hear from me. He is not just going to call me a faggot and get away with it anymore. And I'm at a place these days where nobody's going to call me a faggot and get away with it anymore. They're at least going to hear from me. And if it gets physical, then that's what happens. Cause you know, if somebody pushes me, I'm not, I'm, you know, if somebody fights with me, I'm going to probably fight. I don't know. Somebody asked me the other day, like, Jay, if it got physical, would you hit him back? I don't know. Yeah. I you don't, don't know until you're in that position. Yeah. Like, I've not been in a physical altercation in so many years that I don't know if I'm able <laughs> yeah. to do that anymore, uh, unless it was really self-defense. Like, you know, um, I was mostly push people away from me, probably, but they're going to hear from me. Like, I am just done being quiet about anything. I used to just go into people-pleasing, fawning, uh, I'm a adult child of an alcoholic mode, and be scared when people give me names, and just walk away and ignore them, right? Well, don't you <laughs> I'm, think, I'm really do don't that you anymore, think also, so. sometimes, I mean, this also, I mean, yes, it's the small responding, but don't you think that sometimes the universe puts situations into our path that allow us to... Like you said, you needed to express yourself. And maybe this was the way the universe was like saying, okay, here's this random situation that I'm going to give you in order to do that and all the things that you're going to learn from that and release from that. Like you... I mean, that's that seems... My version of the universe isn't that calculated, but I can definitely see how we have... I. From my perspective, I have opportunities all the time. People call me faggot and call I hear that stuff all the time. It was an opportunity for me, for sure. And I have a birthday coming up, so things for me always go year to year, not like the new year, but like my birthday. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I grow and change year to year for my birthday. And there's definitely something happening to me where, even though there's still some fear there, like... I'm done being afraid. Yep. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done being polite even about that kind of stuff. Good. I am done. So I don't know if that's because I'm, you know, again, I'm coming up on another year. I'm 52, going to be 52. And I just know that like, I don't know. There's just something has happened to me that I'm like, woo, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. This is just not going to fly anymore. I just cannot be silent anymore. About all kinds of things. I've been speaking up about all kinds of stuff. Um, I've been pissing people off left and right lately. Um, I have. I mean, I just... <laughs> I'm like, ah, uh, so, um, so your small, you know, I mean, I think that watching your small is important. 
Another example that I can give that I spoke about it on the Facebook Live is when that file unlocked around depression for me. That's like something you could attribute to small almost. Like it's a file unlocking and small. And, and I think small is more like allowing that file to unlock and then continuing to believe what small would tell you. You know, those thoughts that you're be, the world would be better off without you kind of stuff. Right. You know, if I were to get into believing that instead of just watching it then I'd be rolling around in my small. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched my small spew out those thoughts and then go, yeah, that's just old crap happening. I'm yeah. not going to listen to that. And you were able to then move on and right. and, and have the rest of your day. You know, I've, yeah. we've, we've jokingly, I've said in my life before, and I know this is probably sexist and whatever, but one of the things that I have always, you know, boys have a disagreement and they fight or whatever they scream at each other and they punch each other or whatever and then it's over and then girls like sit around bitching about each other for months and months and months and hold grudges and you know we do all these evil things to each other um and I've been thinking a lot about that lately just based on where my kids are in their their lives because I've always said that as a thing um and I know that that's you know gender stereotyping and all that kind of thing but I'm watching you know that kind of shit happen with both my kids and I I, I'm interested to know from that perspective where you were you know we've talked about how you've been you you were the tomboy you were the confrontational one like you would you would fight and and that kind of thing always a confrontational (laughs) <laughs> where is that where's that where do you feel like that's coming from now you know do you feel like that was a different does it, do you understand what i'm saying like do you feel like it was different than it was in the past for you or was it no like- it's exactly the same only as a guy i have really shut my mouth because i've been afraid of the physical violence more than as a woman like when I was a woman, I was never afraid of physical violence. I did get punched, punched, and I've been in fights, and I've had things happen to me. But I've had that stuff happen to me so much that I also am not afraid of it. Like I know it doesn't, like it hurts later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's no physical pain in a fight. If anybody's never been in a fist fight, you don't feel physical pain in a fist fight. Yeah. Um, you feel physical pain after a fist fight. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've never feel, punched anyone. You ever I've get never punched, punched in the face? It feels like the sound of the thud. It feels like this thud, and then it doesn't hurt. It just feels weird, and then the next day it hurts. <laughs> like, it doesn't really hurt in the moment. So I'm not afraid of the physical pain, um, but I, when I was a woman, I was so much more mouthy because I couldn't. I didn't know this at the time. But I could pop off at the mouth to men all day long, and they wouldn't hit me. Mm. Uh huh. So, okay. As a guy, I had to learn because I would be popping off at the mouth the same way, and realize, oh crap, that guy's gonna beat me up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Just because I'm being mouthy. So I learned as a guy a little bit to shut my mouth. I mean, I'm still mouthy but also now i have white male privilege so now when i speak up i'm just another mouthy guy which is unfortunate um but uh yeah i don't know i mean i tend to disagree with that statement but i get you know we all speak our projection in our dreams so 
that's probably was partly your reality. Um, uh, and I, you know, looking back on it now, I don't necessarily think that that's true, but you know, but it is interesting where, I mean, even now, and I think that was more of a female look at it because I would see my guy friends beat the crap out of each other and then like hug it out. And I'd be like, wait a minute, you know, but see, and especially when you're younger and men are full of testosterone, younger gun guys are so full of testosterone. I mean, most of that is about, you know, the testosterone doesn't have anything to do with their real opinions. So that's partly why they can fight it out get the physical part out and then they're done. Yeah. And so like, I, that's how I felt on Saturday. Once I raged and was done, then I had a great day. I was done. I mean, I did need to talk about it for a minute. Like, God, I can't believe that guy had the guts to call me, you know, who does he think he is that he can just, and this is one of the reasons that it incensed me as I think that we have come no further than the seventies yet where white frat boys think they can just yell faggot and say faggot anytime they want. And I don't think we've progressed much in the world of them using that slang. Um, all kinds of people using that slang. Just people, you know. Yeah, that's my point is he wasn't calling me a faggot. That's the point. But yeah. he was just throwing the word faggot around. Right. That's my point. Yeah. And I think that that's important to, like, say that out loud. Because it it isn't the fact that he yelled this to you and you just so happened to be... You right. know, it was. Uh, it's the no, fact that had nothing to do with it. it. That's the word that was chosen in order right. to, you know, show their, you know, how big their balls are. Yeah. Well, that's why I started with "I'm the biggest faggot you ever met." Right. <laughs> I'm like, you know, that you didn't actually mean to think that I was actually a faggot. <laughs> he didn't really think he was really calling somebody a gay man. You know what I mean? But I wanted him to know that if he was going to get his ass beat, it was going to get beat by a faggot. <laughs> so I, I wanted him to know that that's what was happening. But, of course, you know, that didn't happen. Obviously, that's your my, you know, fantasy on steroids uh, and adrenaline running. Of so. course. Of course. And so, you know, the small has, like, yeah. taken over here. So, yeah. but it was a positive thing. Well, and here's the thing. It was positive only because I chose to see it that way. I have tons of people. I've not tons, but I've shared the story with a few people, and mostly women. And most of them tell me afterwards, "How did you? How, did you? Were you? Did you stew about it? Were you worried about that you did that all day? You know." And I'm gonna tell you, there was a time when I might have, but that is something I don't have any. I'm like, no, I just was like, okay, well, that probably wasn't smart, but I forgave myself and moved on immediately. And I'm so clear that he didn't even remember it that I'm not even worried about it. But that's where women, every time I've talked to a woman about this, this is where they come from. It's like, oh, my God, didn't you feel guilty all day? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. No, I didn't. No. I didn't feel guilty at all. Well, I, I think that there's like a big thing that you just said there, but you kind of slid past it. You forgave yourself yeah. and moved on. Did. You know, that's I mean, such a huge yeah. thing. I would have been mortified if somebody would have seen that happen, probably. You know, been like, oh, God, that wasn't that wasn't my best thing. Not my yeah. best day. Like but if you're, whatever, one of your, one of your <laughs> clients drove by while you're screaming in right. the street. While I'm screaming, I'm the biggest faggot you ever met. Yeah, that would have been great. 
<laughs> yeah, but I did forgive myself. That's the practice of constant forgiveness that's in the book was that if you can observe your small, you can notice it and not dwell in the roll around and that it's the truth. Then you can just, you know, if you do, you can have a moment where your small's in charge. You can go, well, there you go. Small was in charge. I'm forgiven. Move on. And that allows you to not only, you know, be done with that, whatever it was that happened, but also yeah. it, it, there's no guilt. I mean, there's like, there's no, I'm going to sit here and worry about it five days later. You know, even in the telling of this story, I can, you know, you're, you can tell that you're not, you have, you're not beating yourself up about it, but you're like in, in question of what it means. And that's where we all need to be. So that's the other, so it's like step A and step B, you know, step A, forgive yourself, move on. Step B, get an inquiry about what happened. Because that's the other part of it is this was so outside of your norm of what you've done in the past, you know. In the past, I would have ignored him. Right. In the past, I would have ignored him, but I tell you, I would have been, I probably... I don't know if I'd have been upset for very long because I can talk myself into he's just a drunk, it's not personal, blah, blah, blah. So I wouldn't have been upset for very long, but I definitely would have had, God damn it, I wish I would have said something. I wish I would have just, why do I let people get away with that stuff all the time? You know, like I would have had that conversation. And so that, and maybe that's just me growing into being a more woke person who's willing to step up and, you know, speak up because that's something I have been practicing and training myself to do as a white person and as a, you know, feminist. And there's so many things constantly to get ourselves checked on and also to check other people on that. It's a weird world out there right now around that. And um, I'm continuing to grow and flex my muscle at being the person who's willing to say, Hey, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> you know? This time I just didn't do it very, I didn't do it very well. Yesterday I had another interaction with somebody which we probably shouldn't get into too much, um, but around the proposition that we're about to vote on in this town. And, um, you know, emotions are high. I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> I did not speak. <laughs> I did not, uh, not get hijacked over that. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not good at talking about politics without getting emotional. Yeah. So it's usually better for me just to shut up. But, but. I didn't. I think you also, but here's the thing. I think this is important is I think one of the things that, and I've, we've talked about this a little bit together. You know, one of my issues is, yes, I know I should just shut my mouth, but at the same time, I also feel like this responsibility as an advocate or as an ally or as whatever. I think I don't want you to shut your mouth if it's right about speaking up for somebody else or at least asking people to consider what they just said because <laughs> yeah. most of the time we're so unconscious to the things we say we don't it, you know white people don't realize they're being racist straight people don't realize they're being transphobic or homophobic mm-hmm. you know it's just it's all about i mean i want i get people's intent but i also right. want to make sure i point it out i would rather do it without screaming at them but again that's what happened so right. and see that's what i think that like but i think that for a long time you have bit your tongue in certain situations thinking that that was the way that you were you know 
to handle it as a enlightened human being or whatever. And you're just supposed to like turn the other cheek. But I think that what this moment was is maybe not even necessarily you're small, but just it was giving you the idea of, A, I've got to get it out. I mean, I've got to learn how to talk about these things in a way where I'm not screaming in the street and I'm not, you know, getting overly emotional because you are so entrenched in it now and this is the direction that you're heading even in your business and that kind of thing that, you know, you've got to, your small has to learn how to manage itself in an appropriate way and just like anything else you've got to learn you got to you got to do the wrong stuff sometimes to learn how to do it right yeah (laughs) you know no i agree i agree i agree what i did notice is that i'm a lot braver and willing and not willing to be quiet anymore and so i just have to find a way to get heard and i'm really good at uh you know if it's a one-on-one conversation where you know I'm sitting around and people want to ask me questions and those kind of things. Even if people say things really inappropriate, <laughs> like I can be great with them. I can just be so great because I don't take any of that personally. But um, some guy just stepping in the street yelling faggot at me just at the wrong time. <laughs> it was the wrong, the wrong day. You picked the wrong faggot that day. <laughs> and I hope so, that he remembers that, you know, that's the, that's the thing is I hope that he remembers it. You know, see, I have it, the, I don't even, I'm not even good at saying it, but like the R word is mine. So, so if I hear somebody using the R word, like, ah, uh, you know, yeah, I could, I could pull over the side of the road and. Yeah, let's talk, off. can we talk about that since we're, I mean, we're totally off topic here and I apologize people, you know, you just got to flow with this sometimes, but can we talk about that? Because uh, what do we say? Because when I am talking about someone's development being retarded right their development my son's development in terms of academics is retarded right his development has been it is that word the literal word like to move backwards right is where he is academically right Right. so how do i speak that he's delayed okay but that's a developmental delay (laughs) well i guess okay but that is accurate He's, he's okay. delayed. Okay. The, the thing is that for me, the the R word is sort of like the N word and, and the F, you know, F word, all of those things. To me, Yeah, it except is, for that it's, it's a real word in the dictionary that means something. That's the difference for me is that I find myself starting to use that word, not like I'm calling somebody that name, but like I'm describing something that is that definition of that word. And then I go, oh, I'm but not I just to think use that there word. are so many. It, it, that word has taken on a connotation that means something else, you know. So that it, it is, they people have abused and turned that word into something else. And so, you know, like you were saying in that statement, you know, you're being that's you know you're being medical correct definitely you know and, and I wouldn't that wouldn't have offended me as much as you know somebody yelling that at somebody you know across well, the yeah, street or you know blah 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 but you know I just think that there are other words that we can use oh, I because agree. that sure. word is so has been taken over um and you know that's you know things that I 
choose to say that, you know, like my kid is different, differently able, like, you know, he's not disabled. He's differently abled because he's, there's nothing stopping him. Um, you know, he's developmentally delayed. Um, but when I hear the R word, it literally makes me want to jump out of my skin and like, seriously. And I hear it. It's, it's one of those things where the other day I was at the grocery store and my person who was checking me out said it. Ooh, what did she say? She was like, she was checking and she did messed up and she goes, oh gosh, I'm such a R Oh no. <laughs> oh no. And I'm just like, and I was like sitting there and I'm like, okay, okay, hold your mouth, hold your mouth. And I was just like, really? That's not the best word to use. I don't think you probably thought that through very well, but that's not a word that you should just be throwing around. And she had this like look of shock on her face and she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, did you, she had no recognition that she had no idea that what she said could have been offensive in any way, shape, or form. And I just said, you know, that is a, that's a really offensive word to a lot of people. And so maybe you should think about that. And I walked away, and then I got in my car and, you know, banged on my steering wheel and screamed a little bit that this is the world that we live in. Again, again, this is the world that we live in. Where are we in the world where, you know, it's 2018, and... My 25-year-old checker at the grocery store is still using that word. You know, it's just like... As something to describe herself. Yes. Yeah. yeah as a way to describe herself. So it wasn't even, you know, and and she was kind of had a smile on her face like, ha ha, you know, this is funny. Oof. You know, and I hear it. Just, to, I mean, please take this in. That is probably, says youngest, that's probably nervous laughter. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I don't completely. know what to do. I'm going to smile and be weird. Completely, yeah. Because I don't know how to handle yeah. this right now. Yeah, and that, you know, yeah, I, yeah. and that was the thing where you go back to your, you know, my training was able to take over because I, I saw the innocence in it. But there are other times where, you know, I see it and it's so disgusting and I will stand in this street and scream <laughs> you know like I think that would be the the thing and you know is that my small I I, I don't know yeah I don't, I don't think know. so I mean I think that that's just a stand that you have and we have to manage how you want to be about it right. you know what I mean and that's right. what I'm talking about is like clearly I don't want to be that guy who's screaming in the street no I also do think there's a new level of unwillingness on my part, um, to tolerate stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I'm, and I'm glad you're talking about this because, you know, that's something for me that I check myself around and I've pretty much eliminated that word from my vocabulary as much as possible, but mm-hmm. it's Southeast Kansas, man. That stuff will fly out. The people down there, I mean, I, <laughs> the word F and R word was like, just part of our vocabulary growing up. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. how it was. You know? Yeah. And so I know for sure that in terms of the water we swim in, uh, that that's, that's one of the water. People don't even know they're doing it. They don't even know they're saying it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's so automatic. Yeah. Um, and when you call them that. out on it, a lot of times they're like, oh. What did you say? What? What? Huh? 
I mean, they're so <clears throat> confused by it. So it's just different levels of consciousness. I mean, it's like when I got called out by using ableist language because I use the word crazy. It's like I don't. I'm trying to use that word now. But as we grow and know the different new, you know, it's just a different. The water's getting changed, <laughs> little by little. But it's still the water we're swimming in. Yeah, and we need to. You know, I said this the other day to a family member because they were saying, I think it was around the they, them pronouns that they really don't like because it's not grammatically correct. <laughs> and that's their problem with it, which makes me laugh. Um, but it bothers them as a, you know, a grammar person that they, and I'm like, okay. And I was like, what does it hurt? You know, it does not hurt you in any way, shape, or form to use somebody's correct pronouns. Well, well, especially if, like me, I think of myself as a, you know, a two-spirited person. So you might as well just think of me as two people. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was so trying to explain. So if you do that, then it's not grammatically incorrect. If you're talking yep. about two people to say they, them, theirs. Yep. And that's what I said. And she was just, uh, you know. But, you know, it was... My feeling, and I just said it very clearly, how, if it doesn't affect you and it's not hurting anyone, why does it matter? And you shouldn't waste your time and energy coming up with reasons to make it matter. So, you know. <laughs> what I'm did that good. person say to that? And they were like, well, maybe you're right. You know, I, I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see moving forward how that how they react to you know things down the road but it just was like there's no there's no reason you know there is you are using your energy on something that really you know why would you want to hurt somebody why would you want to you know use language that was that hurt somebody if you could if you could do something differently and i think that that was something that most people hadn't I don't think most people think about is, you know, it's just as easy. <laughs> it doesn't take me any other extra effort. And what does it matter? What does it matter? It doesn't. It's not hurting anybody. Nobody's, you know, doing it. It's not going to affect anybody else in the world except for that one human being who you're hurting by choosing to not be respectful. And I think that's the thing that is a real eye-opener for people because human beings are so ready to be right that they don't think about, why do I care? Seriously, why do yeah. you care? You should I mean, you care. Know. Yeah. Just like you want to say all the time, you know, stay out of my business. You know, okay, that's great. You know, you want everybody to let you live and you know, not be responsible to the world and they should all, everybody should have personal responsibility. Here's your personal responsibility. You're responsible for not hurting people with your words just because you can. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, we went all over the place with that one as per usual. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you got out of that. I don't um, know. Except for that, I do think this inquiry around like, Second guessing yourself and or being willing to say, am I being how I want to be about all kinds of things? And am I willing to stretch myself and grow? And how is that going to look? For me, that's so important and such a powerful 
place to come from. And that's just where I am right now around like where, who am I going to be the same old guy who's always been like, no, I want to always take the high road or sometimes I'm going to take the high road and sometimes I'm going to scream my head off. I don't know. Right now I'm in that, you know, as I'm growing and changing, obviously. And like you said, I'm, this thing is practically in my face daily. Um, I really have to be conscious about how I am responding and how I am taking in this stuff because it can get to the point where you're so inundated with this stuff that it'll snap you, you know, the minute somebody calls you a bad name. How you, you know, sometimes it's like how you be with your parent, with your family at a, at a family gathering. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, are oh, you yeah. still being the same way six months ago? Are you still being the same way you were seven years ago? Like, I think it's worth it to check in. And I think you're small, not listening to your small tell you you can't be different or it's going to be a particular way is where it's like observing that thing and questioning it and wondering if it's you know not validating it as the truth is an important practice but then once you distinguish or you screw up or you do listen again forgiving yourself and moving on and you're right i have a big muscle in that you know, big muscle you know what screwed up oh well <laughs> on the news but hey i did it i screwed up you know that guy didn't know me from Adam. if he ever picks me out in a crowd then maybe we could have a conversation about it but i'm pretty sure he will not remember anything <laughs> and it gives you the chance to learn and move on for yourself so awesome yeah, it might have been the universe's opportunity for me to have a space safe place to yell at somebody that i needed to get out i don't know but it happened so as usual, folks, and I hope you're all. Uh, we're coming into summer, man. Yeah. Summer, quick. And um, so we look forward to being with you all summer, and hope you're making great plans. Remember to schedule fun in your calendar first. Yep. Amen. That's Hell yeah. Summer up. All right. Have a perfect. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, we have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.